up right now been a couple days took a little break from this shit but I'm back what needs to go like yesterday last month a decade ago is uh I'm so sick like it, this might sound ironic but I am so fucking tired of having to deal with my own frustration of not being able to say anything to anyone, regardless of how polite you are, regardless of what you're asking or what you're saying, like this liberty shit has gotten out of hand. Like you can't, everybody's offended by, I guess what I'm talking about in particular is like when you suggest things to people, like like you can't tell the truth without it being offensive. Like the truth is now offensive. Like no matter what the truth is, if it's the honest to God truth, it's fucking offensive. You can't tell nobody they fat. That's offensive. Can't tell nobody they stupid. That's offensive. You can't tell nobody that they're wrong. That's offensive. You can't have a have a, a appreciation of your heritage and culture. That's offensive. Every goddamn thing is offensive nowadays, man. I'm just sick of it. It just it it ignites a desire to just not even talk. Or only talk amongst people where I can speak like a fucking adult. And I don't got to edit and re-edit and triple edit every goddamn sentence I say just to make sure I don't tip somebody one way or another on an unstable-ass emotional scale. Now, you can make people happy. You can say nice things about people. Like, if you say nice things or lie, especially with this fat phobia shit, like, I'm so sick of this fat... I don't give a fuck about a fat motherfucker, okay? I understand... 
Since we since we always gotta highlight the exceptions, because if I say I don't give a fuck about a fat motherfucker, and I guess technically, yeah, all fat motherfuckers I don't give a fuck about. But allow me to mention that I do have the understanding that every single fat person in existence is not just a lazy slob who's wanna stuff they face endlessly and be rewarded for it. That's not every fat person. Some people have medical issues. I understand people have eating disorders. Like, it's not simply laziness that causes fatness. But the problem is, is, is your ability to address it. I took a survey once on Survey Junkie, and it was asking about how overweight people were treated in the hospitals. And it's like, could you, they say, I, I came to the doctor to, to see about this, not to be told everything's wrong because I'm fat. It's like, well, what do you want them to do? You want them to lie? You want to walk in there, step on the scale at five foot five and be 311 pounds? And you tell, oh, well, you have a perfect bill of health. As a matter of fact, you should go home and eat six turkey legs. Like, why would he do that? Why would you want that? Why would you want the person who's supposed to be safeguarding your health? Who's supposed to make your health a, 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 a priority? You really want him to lie to you or not lie, avoid telling you the things that might upset you, which just happened to be honesty, the truth, the truth upsets you, the truth, don't tell them the truth because they might get mad. And now, even if that was the case to not tell you the truth because you might get mad, I don't give a fuck. There might be reasons to delay the truth. But someone's emotional instability is not a reason to lie. It's not. In fact, that's more reason to be honest. Because hopefully that person would take that honesty and use it to confront the emotional instability. I don't get any fucking leeway when I, when, 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 when I get upset or I feel some type of way about anything. I'm still going to be held to the standard as if I was calm, copacetic, and rational. Like, too much outrage is being responded to. We having way too many conversations that we don't need to fucking have. Way too many conversations. But the conversations we need to have, if you even try to bring that shit up, you will be inundated with a wave of hatred, vitriol, and all kind of other shit. Nobody gives a goddamn about the truth. People want to change the language of everything. Everything's offensive. I was just watching Walsh where they say Minnesota is trying to change the state flag because it was offensive to Native American people. Let me tell you something. You know what the opposite of offensive is? Defense. Defensive. So like if, if you find it offensive, why don't you defend yourself from it? Because if it's the truth, you don't really have an angle. Like, if people are telling the truth and you find the truth offensive, the objective truth offensive, that's one thing that's up to you to deal with it. When facts are presented in front of you, nobody owes you any kind of sugarcoating, any kind of revision, any kind of uh, no kid gloves, none of that shit. Because that doesn't help you. If you don't know what's wrong with you, and one of the reasons you don't know why is because nobody tells you. 
How in the fuck are you supposed to improve? How are you supposed to get better? I think the culture in America is, is sliding increasingly rapidly into hedonism. All of this is hedonism. Everything's a fucking party. Everything's an adventure. YOLO. Life is short. All that shit. And if you take a second and just bring up an existential, just a thought, idea, anything, that's the truth. Is I, hey, uh, you guys maybe think we should uh, do, do this. You, you think maybe we should stop telling fat people they're beautiful and, you know, encourage them to exercise and take care of themselves so they can live healthy. It's like the Neil. Everybody in the party stops, look at you. That's telling the truth. You're a buzzkill. Because you believe what you see. You believe things that are real. Hey, come on, man. Why you got to believe the truth, man? Didn't I tell you that this woman was a man? Why you keep calling him a she? This woman is a man. Look at the vagina on this man. How can you deny this man's vagina? And when you hear that, any sensible human being in their mind, when they hear it, it plays twice because, like, you got an absurdity filter that kind of knocks off dumb shit that you hear. So the first time it comes, whoop, the absurdity filter kind of filters most of it out, but some of it got through. So now you need to like, wait, wait, what, what did I just hear? The vagina on this man? That's supposed to be true? I'm supposed to look at this woman who thinks they're a man and, and validate this man's vagina? No, no, I'll call you he, I'll call you Dave or Greg, whatever the fuck. Hell, we can exercise together. I don't give a fuck about that shit. I'll do all that, but I will only do all that on the condition that we can, we, we can both agree that you are a woman. You are in costume. This is a disguise. This is not an accurate representation of who you biologically are. If we can't agree on that, I don't give a fuck about a pronoun. I don't give a fuck about offending you. I don't give a fuck if you label me transphobic and genocidal. You are delusional. If we can't agree on objective reality, I do not respect you as a person. And if gendering people appropriately is, is, a, is a, 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 a display of respect, then fuck you. I'll misgender you every chance I get because I don't respect you. I don't like you. Your existence troubles me. Because you're delusional and you're contagious. And you're mad at me because I'm rational. There has to be some rules, man. Like, if we gonna play these games, like, it's got to be, it's got to be grounded somewhere. And all this outrage, at what point do people learn to, dis to, to, to discern what, what part is up to you? Like, what, what percentage of your outrage is justified and what percentage of it is your problem? I'm not saying people shouldn't be outraged and speak out against stupid shit. But some of this stupid shit ain't really stupid shit. Some of it is just your inability to just suck some shit up. To be mature. 
You want to be fucking kids forever. I don't. Who the fuck wants to be a kid forever? That's such a juvenile ass approach to life. Hey man, I just want to be seven years old forever and eat fucking candy, stay up and watch movies and 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 scroll TikTok, never grow up. You know, never live out my full potential. You know, complain about how fucked up the world that I'm not going to leave on my own is. Like I'm just it's people's offense and people's complaints. There are some things worth getting offended over. There are some things worth complaining over. Both offend, being offended and making complaints are useful, necessary actions in life, in civilization. Because some things are wrong and something should be done about them. They should be brought to people's attention. And sometimes that motivation stems from being offended by something. But you being offended does not mandate to actually be anything wrong. You can be offended by something totally benign. And that's your problem. We need some emotional intelligence in this motherfucker. People can't discern when to, to, how to, how to, how to manifest and control their emotions. Like you should make your emotions work for you. They're, they're supposed to motivate you. When you get depressed, that feeling is supposed to motivate you to take actions to pull you out of that. Your body's giving you a bad feeling. It's like, I want you out of this. This is not good for you. Move away from this. So if your brain tells you, move away from this, and you tell your brain, no, I'm wallowing weight in this shit. Well, your brain's hands are tied. It's like, okay, I can only control the 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 setup i can't control the punchline i can tell a great great joke but it's up to the audience to know it's funny and laugh you know you 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 gotta it's just it's just everything can't be addressed for every problem that exists a, a plausible solution is not always accompanied Some somebody's just gonna have to suck it the fuck up. Somebody's just gonna have to accept that you got the short straw. Acceptance. Some of you fat girls are gonna have to accept that men don't want to deal with you. They find you less attractive than leaner, thinner, fitter women. There are some men who find who, who like overweight, obese women. Find one. But to tell us that we must find you beautiful or we're shaming you is just stating the obvious. Of course we're shaming you. Because your lifestyle is shameful. And it should be shamed. It should be mocked. Who the fuck wants to sit here and look at you and feel good about that decision? Like, oh yeah, I got this amorphous blob. Wow, this motherfucker's got Jennifer Lopez, Beyonce, and Halle Berry combined. Like... I understand love and everything. That that plays a part in it, but it's like the physical attraction is is that's a requisite. I don't give a damn how cute you are. I mean how 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 good your personality is. Like I'm not finna get with no fucking ogre. I'm not. 
I don't care how good you suck my dick or you cook my lunch, whatever. Like, it's not about that for me. It's the looks and it's the who you are, the character. That's what it is. And you're failing in one of those metrics. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Seriously. All these attempts to morph and modify and adjust the language, all these emotional blackmail attempts, all this fucking outrage, whether feigned or, or sincere. Like, at some point, people got to tell people, hey, you just, hey, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Sit down and shut up. We're not doing this. We're not having this conversation. We got shit set a certain way. And it's not to say we ain't open to change, but shit is crumbling in front of our eyes. Why would you watch that and not take action? How can you say you support this country as you're watching it, just as you're watching it fade? This is all got to stop. I don't give a fuck if you're mad. We got to stop giving a fuck about people's anger. The way people are using their anger is a misuse of it. Your anger is supposed to alert you to something being wrong in your immediate situation. It alerts you to, you know, it gets you to take action when there's an injustice. And if you don't understand that, you're just going to be some impulsive moron that we're going to have to one day detain and imprison and pay for. You know? Get some goddamn emotional intelligence. All this whining and shit. We need to reach the point of I don't give a fuck. We need to, our balance on fucks needs to deplete. And some of these motherfuckers should be forced to, to live with their decisions. You want it to be delusional? Here's a delusional reality for you, you fucking moron. Enough is enough. The conversation's over. You're going to accept it or you're going to be forced to accept it. You cannot bend objective reality. Maybe temporarily, but not permanently. And not only that, we're no longer going to let you attempt. Because unfortunately, you're having a little bit too much success and, you know, can't just stand by. Can't just stand by and watch this shit and we won't. Fuck your feelings. Facts don't care about your goddamn feelings, you bunch of pussies. All right, check this out. Mm. Fuck. Oh, shit. I'm going to start a fire. Okay. Um, courtesy of State of the Union. Democrat mayor defends no whites holiday party despite backlash. I think I... uh. I heard about this or heard something about it. So uh, I think some, um, some like governing body or something, something like that. Some people, committee or whatever, in charge, they, uh, was throwing, they was trying to, they was all some black people. They was going to get together and have a little congressional type party or whatever. And they didn't invite any of the white people that was also a part of that body. And when they figured out about that, the white people were like, what the fuck was up with that? And they gave some lame-ass excuse about why they did it and why it was okay. And, you know, 
basically because you guys are colonizing racist assholes, you know, and we don't we don't want to eat with you. So um, I'm gonna read here. Boston Mayor Michelle Wu defended her decision to host a holiday party for elected officials of color after mistakenly sending invitations to all city council, city council members. And just to interrupt real quick, mistakenly? I don't think that was a mistake. So you mean to tell me all the people, you, you, didn't, you didn't know who wasn't supposed to get an invite, so you build a party for people of color, but you don't know who to invite? This wasn't a mistake. That shit was intentional as hell. They wanted to rub it in their faces. They wanted to create this outrage. How can you mistakenly send, like, to everyone? How? You throwing a party, you supposed to invite everybody in your family except you invite everybody at your job, too, mistakenly. How do you do that? I don't buy that for a second. The event was intended for the city's six council members of color, but was sent to the full 13-member panel. Wu and other council members of color emphasized that the party is not meant to be divisive, but rather to create a space for elected officials of color to come together and share experiences. Now, see, this is what the fuck I mean with the language. This is doublespeak. You, she just directly contradicted herself. She, she either she doesn't know the definitions of the words she's using or she's... She's mentally unfit and doesn't need to be the mayor of anything. So it's not meant to be divisive, but to create a space for, for people of color to come together and share experiences. So if y'all all in the current space and you're creating another space to go to, that's divisive. So it's not meant to. How is being divisive not meant to be divisive? You cut a sandwich in half, but like still eat it like it's a whole piece. I didn't, it's not, it wasn't meant to make it, it wasn't meant to cut it in half. It was just meant to, 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 to create a new sandwich experience. It was to create a space where people could eat their sandwiches creatively using cutlery and other tools provided to them. Shut the fuck up. You're lying right to my face. And you're trying to bombard me with language whilst not even saying anything. Shit is crazy, man. How do these people stay in power? How do you be the mayor of a city and when you do some shit like this, allegedly, mistakenly, according to me, how, how do you, you know, because, you know, let them all tell, like, uh, you know, white people, it's a bad time to be a white person. It's a real bad time because, like, everything is just not about you guys now. And something, you know, I kind of, I kind of think it is. Like, during slave times, there were a lot of white abolitionists. And if you don't know what an abolitionist is, they were people who were against slavery. They helped slaves. They gave them places to sleep, fed them, helped them escape. There were a lot of them because they knew black people needed some help. They, they, they had compassion. They had empathy for what was happening to them. White people. You know? I know how y'all like to... to the left like to paint them as, as monsters or whatever. And it's probably some of them are. But as a whole, in general, I've been around some of the, the most 
friendly and, and, and considerate and thoughtful white people. They're some of the nicest people. They can be. Like some old white couple or whatever, they wave at you all the time. They walk in their dogs. White people are friendly. They are. Let me keep going. Uh, she wanted to uh, quote. I wanted to apologize for my previous email regarding a holiday party for tomorrow. I did send that to everyone by accident, and I apologize if my email may have offended or came across as so. Sorry for any confusion this may have caused. Yeah, it's all a lie. That's not right, lie. You did this on purpose. Like, I, I don't know. I can't think of a way you can accidentally do this. How can you be absent-minded enough? What'd you do, like, check an all-employees box? That's probably the only possible thread. It was 13 people. You just had to do half the work you did. We had individual conversation with everyone, so people understand it was just truly an honest mistake that went out and typed in the email field. I mean, but still... Like, I, I, just, I just can't, blah, 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 hear yeah, her. However, a white council member called the party, quote, unfortunate and divisive, although he clarified he was not personally offended. It is not at all divisive. It is cre creating spaces for people and communities and identities with shared experiences to come together. What does that mean? Ruth Z, Louisine, Louisine, Ruzi Lejeune, city councilor at large, said, L-O-U-I-J-E-U-N-E, Lejeune, Lejeune, Ruzi Lejeune. Okay, that's French. I should know, I should know better. But, uh, yeah, back to this. It is absolutely divisive. It may not be like, uh, maliciously divisive, even though it is. But if you are separating people, does not matter what the reason is. It's like it's not only divisive if it's negative. It's divisive if you having little parties in secret based on people based on your skin color. You are discriminating against white people. It's just like if you if you wanted a dog, but you didn't want a little chihuahua, you wanted a big dog, you are discriminating against the chihuahua. So it's like creating this space. There's nothing wrong with creating the space. But if it's for people in communities and identities with shared experiences to come together, white people have identities and communities with shared experiences. Let them come together with you. Unless you want to divide yourself from them. You know? These motherfuckers want to play with the language. They be telling you what shit is. They will say they're not doing something. And then when they say what they are doing, they explain what they just said they're not doing. Make it make sense. Make it fucking make sense, dog. I don't understand how they get away with it. It's bizarre. There's only a little bit left. Uh, just a bunch of quotes. Everybody's so sorry. Everybody, like, I'm so sick of people saying sorry when they get some goddamn backlash. Like, apologies are meant to be rare. You should not be doing something so often where you need to always apologize. 
And just because someone else gets offended doesn't mean you did something wrong. Do you have no conviction? Why are you doing something that you're not so certain of that you that you believe? Why are you doing something that you don't believe in? If you apologize, that means you just doing shit without thinking. You don't stand for anything. If you're a Christian and somebody tell you God doesn't exist, you don't be like, oh yeah, well, you know, I mean, it could be. You're like, no, no, I believe in God. He's my God. I don't care what you said. My God exists. It's like you stand up for that shit. Motherfuckers, man. Uh, hang on a second. Yeah, you don't you don't just fucking be saying I'm sorry or or just because somebody gets mad. We gotta learn how to not apologize, to let give people an opportunity to get over shit, to think about it, let some time pass, and see how you feel about it later. You gotta learn how to let go. You don't owe people apologies for doing what you think, for doing what you believe in. Especially if it's virtuous. If you believe in virtuous principles, that is nothing to apologize over. And then all these instant apologies, instant apologies are almost 100%. They pretty much 100% of the time. I can't do that. I said almost and pretty much. They like 99% of the time. Not it's bogus. It's complete bullshit. Somebody is just trying to put the pacifier back in your mouth, so you stop crying, so you shut up. I didn't mean to irritate you. You're whining and wah. I don't want to hear that shit. I just suck on this pacifier. You know, I'll rock you and hum, and you drift back off to sleep. And then I throw your ass out the window. You fucking crybabies. That's what you are. We we are enabling this. Even if you don't give in, if you acknowledge too many, if you acknowledge this shit all the time, like that's that. No, no. Mm mm. I don't know when I've done something wrong. And if you a leader of any sort, you're right a lot. So it's like, I don't got to apologize for moving in the direction that I think is right. If it's the wrong direction, I fucked up. My bad. You know, I ain't intentionally lead you there. I was doing what I thought was right. And I'm only apologizing for the result, not because of what I did. I'm sorry that I got us into this. That's me taking responsibility. It's not to make you... It's just to express that this was not the outcome I intended for. Not to say I didn't do it or I just, you know, something, this didn't, this ain't how I wanted it to happen. That the outcome don't align with my, with my feelings regarding the situation. But I can't change what I did, so I'm not going to apologize for it. Like, I'm, I'm you know, I'm sorry the wrong outcome happened, you know, but... I wouldn't have done anything different. 
I don't dwell in a, in a realm of uncertainty. I worry about the things I can change and the things I can, I discard. Takes me a minute sometimes, but I get there. And it's like a, it's like a, it's like a muscle, like that shit rips and it comes back stronger next time. It's almost like each little situation of anger I encounter is, exists to strengthen my ability. It's like EXP. Another battle. I win. Now I'm getting like one XP a battle. And when I used to get maybe like a thousand XP a battle. I've leveled up so high where it's like the experience points gained is, is, is minutia. It's incremental. That shit is like change. So yeah, man, I, I don't, uh, I don't think a no whites party or, you know, however, there's no point in even labeling it because when you call it out or you address it, they're going to bombard you with language and they're going to like make it ambiguous and, and paint it where, to where it's so open to interpretation. There's no way to really know if everybody's on the same page unless you check with every single person because what you're saying is so indirect that it be, it makes a, a wide range of situations potentially applicable, and you not you delivering too many messages at once, and not even keeping track of what messages you deliver because you got this ambiguous language which allows you to like dodge raindrops. The attack on language is real. You gotta pay attention. You gotta listen to what people saying. It's your only defense against being bullshitted. In most cases, there is something, the language, when you need to know exactly what the fuck people mean when they say something. And, and, when, you, and when you talk, you need to be able to say exactly what you mean. Like, it's like gotten a group of people, like, I can't have a motherfucker wandering off here. Go, no, I need y'all all to be on the same page. And I need everybody to hear me. Because I'm not no goddamn puppet. I'm not no record player. I'm not finna say this shit a bunch of million times. I only want to talk to the people that can keep up with me. This shit's wild, man. I'm gonna cut it off here. <clears throat> Alright, this one kind of bizarre. Got a headline here from the New York Post. After school Satan Club set to start at a Tennessee elementary school despite opposition from district leaders. <laughs> I'm curious what an after school Satan Club is. I mean, I know what it sounds like, but, you know, do you know what a wolf sounds like between, like, you know, his brother, a wolf and his brother? Do you know what they sound like barking together? No, you don't. So it's like sounding like and actually knowing what it is are two different things. But, um, yeah, the uh, uh, after school Satan Club, that that can't really be good, you know, especially if Satan is supposed to be the theological antith antithesis of God, the enemy, temptation, if that's what he's supposed to be, how can that be good? Let's read. An after-school Satan club is slated to start at a Tennessee elementary school. Much to the dismay of district leaders who acknowledge they lack legal options to stop the controversial program. 
already active in a handful of states, the program hosted by the Satanic Temple is scheduled to begin at Chimney Rock Elementary School when students return from holiday break. Memphis Shelby County Schools Interim Superintendent Tony Williams slammed the incoming program, but said there's not much she can do to stop it. Memphis Shelby County Schools Interim Superintendent Tony Williams, Jesus Christ, addressed the new after-school program, saying she does not endorse it. Quote, I want to assure you that I do not endorse, I do not support the beliefs of this organization at the center of recent headlines. I do, however, support the law. As a superintendent, I am duty-bound to uphold our board, state, board policy, state laws, and the Constitution. Well, I mean, I feel like if you don't endorse it, you should not uphold that policy. This is not, like, what, what state law allows for this. Why can't you just ban it from the school? Take it to court. You just said you don't endorse it, but you're going you're gonna to allow it to happen. I need to see some actual pushback. I hear you when you say you, you don't endorse, you don't support the beliefs. It's like, how can you support it being in a school? A school. What does it say? An elementary school? A fucking elementary school. Like, they're going after your children. You can't just talk about you support the law. What's legal about that? What's legal about putting after school Satan clubs, Satanist groups, in elementary schools. That's absurd. Like on a real obvious and upfront level. There is no group of people. Functioning rational people anywhere. That sit in a group. And try to brainstorm on how they can put Satan in front of children. Because it would be magnificent for their, uh, for their development. It doesn't happen. And it doesn't happen for a reason. Because it's stupid. It's not a good idea. You don't want to be putting the, the values of Satan into children. You're going to corrupt them. Even if they don't grow up to become Christians, you don't want to teach them Satanism. It's not even a religion anyway. It's not, it's not real. It's like some, some handwritten shit, some motherfuckers drawing circles on the ground with stars and lighting candles and voodoo all that dumb shit man it's a it's a it's a uh uh, uh it's a, a it's a opposite force like satan like i'm speechless it's just real hard to hear this lady talking about how she don't endorse it and don't support it but talking about I'm bound to duty to uphold the law. Like, no, fuck it. Quit your job then. Quit the job. Go, go, uh, you know, go be a, uh interim superintendent somewhere else. Switch schools. If you really don't support it, if you don't endorse it. But if you duty bound to uphold the law and by, by way of that, you uh, permit this, you support it. Like silent support, like you know, but you're not silent, but you won't take any action. Your lack of action is considered support for the other side, at least by me. The after school program was planned after parents expressed interest, campaign director June Everett told the station. It would take place in the library, but is not sponsored by the school districts. Attendance is optional at the after-school club that will offer science projects, community service, puzzles, and nature activities. Oh, okay. See, no, okay, all right, you know what? I got it all wrong. 
they're going to offer science projects, community service, puzzles, fucking puzzles, bro. And, and get this, nature activities. Okay. So we're going to do all the things that were like, those activities alone are great for kids. Like, if you have children and you do community service with them, you guys do puzzles and go out hiking and shit and put the Mentos in the pop and make the volcano and all that shit. If you do all of that with them, it's great. But I wouldn't want Satan doing that shit with my kids. I wouldn't want anybody who represents the values of Satan. These over-sexualized weirdos running around in a public fashion trying to distort reality and change biological facts with words. No, you can't you can't you can't be around my kid. You're going to destroy them. Because there is something about that evil that is that is appealing. There is an appeal to it. You cannot write off that that the that the evil is good at what they do. They're they're not nobodies. They are good enough to where like you have to have a constant active defense plan like handy and in motion. You need a plan A, which is always in effect. And when the plan A fails, you got a plan B while you're fixing the plan A. And you might have to make a plan C on the fly. Because it's it's relentless. It's tempting and relentless. So you must always be on guard. And you can't always be on guard. So you got to be on guard as often as you can. Which is why I'm always on guard. The after school Satan Club is set to start at Chimney Rock Elementary School when the students return from holiday break. The Satanic Temple. The fuck? The Satanic Temple. The say quote. The Satanic Temple is a non-theistic religion that views Satan as a literary figure who represented a metaphorical construct of rejecting tyranny and championing the human mind and spirit, the group claims, adding the club does not attempt to convert kids to any religious ideology. The program is in a handful of states. If you're not... So why are you calling it Satan? What do you mean when you say Satan? You are a satanic temple. You're not trying to convert kids, then why does that matter? If it's not to convert kids, then could you call it something else? Call it something else. Make up something that you're going to tell them that's not Satan. Because all you got to do is like read up on Satan, know about Satan. Like When I was brought up, we knew what Satan was. And we knew we didn't want to be around Satan. He's in a bad place. He's a bad person. He's the devil. We don't want to be around him. So if you're, you are attempting to, you may not be directly attempting to convert them, you know, with your little puzzles and nature hikes and shit, but you are introducing them. You are introducing the potential of these children to be curious or interested in the bigger picture. Like some of them like, what's the Satan Club? How would you answer that question without attempting to convert them? If you tell them about it, there's you know, you would you you run the chance of it being interesting. More likely because kids don't know what that shit is. And they're malleable at that point. So it's like you could you could you can tell a kid that Santa Claus is real and tooth fairies exist and they're like butterflies turning into like superheroes or some shit like that. They'll eat it up. They have no frame of reference. This is this is this is not debatable. 
So if you mix Satan in there, and they're going to grow up and find out what that is later. Like, I don't think there's a person alive that doesn't understand the concept of Satan, whether you're Christian or not. But they're going to find out what it is. And then when they do, they already have it, that seed planted in there somewhere. Oh, I was in the after school Satan club. You may not be doing it now, but you're going to do it later. And that's why it's a problem. Just, and you're acknowledging talking about championing human, human rights of the mind and spirit. What's it got to do with kids in elementary school, man? Why do they need to know about that? That's not, that's not at all necessary. Uh, school board member Mauricio Calvo says school officials will explore possible options to mitigate the situation ahead of the January 10th, 2024 start date for the club. The after school Satan club was planned after parents expressed interest campaign. What the? They keep repeating sentences. Flat iron. He vowed if the program. OK, I'm sorry. This is making me sound dumb. I'm going to read this verbatim because it's confusing. The after-school Satan Club was planned after parents expressed interest, comma, camp campaign director June Everett told the station, Flatiron, he vowed if the program goes forward, he and other school officials would, quote, make sure that all children are protected every single day. Calvo noted that the school is in an uncomfortable position, citing the law that did not let the district pick and choose which programs are welcome. School board... Chair Althea Green, who is a pastor, gave a more scathing assessment of the Satanic Temple. Satan has no room in this district, she exclaimed. Reverend Bill Adkins says he wants a solution found to combat the arrival of the program. Quote, we cannot allow them to have time with our children. And, and that's the bottom line. Thank you. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. It's as simple as what Satan has no room in this district. Like, how can you not get on board with that? Agreed. Yes. He wants the solution found to combat the arrival. That's what we need. Not sometimes I'm duty bound to uphold the law. Fuck that law. The law is bad. We need to change that law if it allows for shit like this. Not just acquiesce and just, oh, well, you know, I don't endorse it, but, uh, you know, here you go. I, I don't agree with what I'm doing. Yeah, because that's, and that's always helpful. I can't think of a situation where you just give in to motherfucking... Radical ass demands where it's just we can just shrug that off, you know. Oh, okay, yeah, you do what you had to do. No, you're not doing it. Officials with Memphis Shelby County Schools took a public stand Wednesday on the new after school program. WKRN, eh, the district is required to have the Satanic Temple program inside the school because it allows other nonprofit entities to use school property, property after hours. Any dumbass excuse is just dumb. Oh, I don't care. I don't care. Take it out. I don't give a fuck if they was giving bowling lessons. I get no, it's got to go. Get that shit gone. Quote, members of the satanic temple are not theistic Satanists, so they don't believe in actual real Satan. The campaign director told WREG. What the fuck difference does that make? They're not theistic Satanists, but they're in the Satan club. Who's going to ever think that... Oh, you're not a theistic Satanist because you're in the Satan Club. If I hear Satan Club, I'm like, they're Satanists. Satan people in the Satan Club. Like, what the hell? If it was the fucking, you know, the motorcycle club. I think every what? Well, they're not actually theistic motorcyclists. Like, no, then why are you in a motorcycle club? 
the fuck? That's what it's called, a motorcycle club. It's a Satan club. Here you go with this language shit. What difference does it make with atheistic Satanists, goddammit? They're Satanists. They don't believe in actual real Satan. Well, that would be actually sound reasoning because there is no actual real Satan. Just like there may not be an actual real God, but it's the concept of God. That concept is more what I'm talking about. It's not like, you know, you can visit God on his on his ranch, you know, or catch Satan in the summertime, you know, in, in Tijuana or some shit. No, it's not, it don't work like that. I'm not making a statement on whether God is real or not. I'm just saying to say that they don't believe in actual real Satan is like there is an actual higher power, but he's not tangible. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter. What they're saying is stupid. We can take Satan and view Satan as this creature and this character however we want. We also don't have to believe Satan as this evil deity. We can view Satan as we wish, and that's exactly what we do. Okay, well, you can view Satan that way, and that's exactly what you do. So what the fuck do you think we gonna do? We gonna view Satan as we wish, and that is evil. He represents all things evil. He is the opposite of God. So that's what we going to do. That that logic doesn't stand up. That's just basically just, oh, well, we're going to do whatever the fuck we want to do because we this, and that's that. And that's some bullshit. That, that shouldn't just fly to hell. Last month, the Saucon Valley School District said, I mean, in Pennsylvania, agreed to pay $200,000 in attorney's fees to the Satanic Temple and allow students to attend its after-school program on school grounds following a lawsuit. Wow. The nonprofit says it offers activities that emphasize a scientific, rationalistic, non-superstitious worldview. Scientific, rationalistic, non-superstitious worldview. Yeah, for, for elementary school kids. No, this, is, this has got to stop. If, if just like when certain people when conservative voices show up they rip down posters and get violent and, and, and aggressive I'm not speaking on whether that behavior is right or not but if you just gonna blatantly try to like sneak this in under a, 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 some type of technicality or something like okay then we gonna get untechnical fuck it no more technical shit this shit ain't happening and that's that not in my town, not in my school, not, no. Leave the school. Let that bitch burn to the ground. Fuck it. Gone. Ain't no other way to view this shit. Oh, all right, let's wrap this shit up. Got another blunt roll. Sip some Wawa. You know what? I forgot to use an article for the Daily Wire in this episode. Don't worry, we'll use two in the next. Or I might just jam... No, we'll use two in the next. I ain't jamming another one in this one. I've already changed it a couple times anyways. But, uh, you know, I'm going to try to stick to my word. But, yeah, maybe sometimes I'll forget. It's not intentional. But I just wanted to utilize my Daily Wire Plus membership. And I forgot to light my blunt talking about the Daily Wire. So I might actually cancel my Daily Wire membership. Because that's we is more important, infinitely. All right, so, uh, yeah, Fox News, Colin Kaepernick protest fallout show, quote, really a, how a lot of the white people see us, NFL legend says. 
Now, I was looking at that headline. It says, NFL legend said. I'm like, I hope they're not talking about Colin Kaepernick. Only thing he's legendary for is for being a, a complete fucking fail and completely ruining my interest in the NFL and then subsequently sports in general. Like, I respect their athleticism, but I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to be keeping track of stats and, like, traveling across the country to go watch them play. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I do a podcast. Like, I'm mentally athletic. You know, I'm cool with that. Mm. So, yeah, let's, uh, I mean, let me talk about Colin Kaepernick, first of all. Because, like, Colin Kaepernick ruined, I was a football fan. But all that taking these shit, no, I'm going to use my platform to speak up against injustice. It's like, bitch, Nike gave you $10 million. You were paid to be a fucking social justice activist. And then all this shit about how he, uh, 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 what, he discussed it with the actual military person, the Marine or whatever. Well, what could I do that would bring, bring attention to this and still show respect to the military? You can take a knee. It's like, no, what you could have done was just shut the fuck up. I was never a fan of Colin Kaepernick, for one, because he used to run all over Green Bay. And I was also never a fan of him for his, his take on social justice. You know, that's, that's, not, that's not why we're here. Nobody's buying 49ers tickets to hear you talk about the latest police shooting. S- shut up, throw balls, make your money, and then do that shit if you want to. But as an athlete... I don't really give a shit about all these outspoken-ass athletes. Like, I'm not saying they shouldn't be outspoken. If you got an opinion, do it. But realize if you start doing that, uh, it's going to be kind of divisive by default. And I'm definitely going to stop listening to you. You can say something that makes sense. Oh, yeah, he's got a point. Not watching that motherfucker anymore. I don't fo- I got my people I follow for politics and culture and all that shit. It's not athletes. It's not athletes. These people generally aren't outstandingly stellar mentally, intelligence-wise. Not to say all athletes are dumb or anything, but, you know, their athletic capability is is much more what they're known for and what I want to hear about when it comes to them. So Colin Colin Kaepernick fucked himself, and I'm glad. We didn't have to hear about him anymore anymore until I looked this article up, so... Let's see. Uh, Colin Kaepernick created a firestorm in the NFL when he decided to take a knee during the national anthem in an effort to protest against racial injustice in the U.S. Former San Francisco 49 star, 49ers star Terrell Owens said the decision to kneel during the Star Spangled Banner was not going to reverberate across the NFL and extend outside of football boundaries as well as create a fervent backlash. I never would have thought it would have created a firestorm that it has. Owen said during a recent interview on the Jason Lee show. Never thought this guy would never step back on the football field because of that. Yeah, I don't think we thought that either. You know, I'm sure there's, there's many different punishments between never playing football again and, you know, playing football again. But, uh, yeah, that was a bit unprecedented. Am I mad about it? Nope. With the exception of Taylor Swift being talked about and driving the prices up at fucking Chiefs games. Like, you know, NFL's been relatively a, a pleasant place. It's been able to talk about football. They don't have to put Black Lives Matter in the end zone like the NFL gives a fuck about any of that shit. The NFL is a hundreds of billion dollar organization. Do you think they give a fuck about niggas killing each other in the inner city? I'll give you a hint. They fucking don't. They're going to do whatever. They're a business. 
So they need to appease to their, their to their consumer. That's what they're gonna do. I wish they hadn't done it, but there's a strategy behind it. At least, at least it's not just misguided wokeness or just trying to sprinkle some diversity, equity, and inclusivity you know, or some shit. You know, just hey, you know, the people like this, we gonna give it to them for you know a couple games, put this shit, and then boom, boom, business as usual. Okay, so Terrell Owens is the NFL legend. All right, got you. Okay. That makes sense now. Yeah, this is uh, T.O. still speaking. But it really shed light on really kind of how this world works. This wood works. W-O-U-L-D. Typist. And really how a lot of the white people see us. For so many years, we've tried to voice that. I mean, 400 plus something years, we've been telling you that there are some of the things that have been going on. And it took, like I said, who would have thought that it took a knee to bring all of this back to life? I mean, what the fuck is taking a knee doing against uh, racial injustice? This nigga didn't do anything for black people. What'd he do? He didn't do anything for white people or any race that's being racially uh, mistreated or whatever. What'd he do? He said some shit. He took a knee when he should have been fucking standing with his hand over his heart. You know? You don't gotta like the history of this country. But at the same time, the things we've done, until maybe like recently or whatever, but the things that we've done collectively as a nation, the founding fathers and everything, is why we have what we have now. It's why we get to enjoy the luxuries and the lives that we have now. So you don't have to like it. It wasn't pretty. But life as a whole wasn't pretty back then. It was a very fucking hard thing to do. And just like I tell my sister, a lot of people don't understand that. Because the things that she gripes about when, when she goes off or when I trigger her accidentally, the things she said, I know she's not like bullshitting. These things are real, but they ain't happening to me. So I, I can hear it, but to put myself in the shoes and talk about it like it's happening now, it's like I don't see it. I don't see it like you see it. I'm not saying it's not there, but the way we see it is different. And... 400 plus years something we've been telling you that these are some of the things that have been going on who the fuck is gonna sit here and tell a message for 400 years bro come on get real man get real t.o we've been telling them for 400 years that's that woke fucking uh 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 victim black narrative like that's that victim ass shit man who would have took the thought of need to bring took a need to bring all this back to life he shouldn't have fucking done it you know he should have just started a podcast. You're a fucking multi-million dollar athlete. Your ass went against the grain. And you managed to come out alive, but financially, career-wise, you're maimed. So, I mean, you should be grateful that motherfuckers are even still putting your names, putting your name on headlines, Colin Kaepernick. Because your ass is old, old news, nigga. This is old fucking news. Nobody gives a shit. You couldn't even try out for the Jets. You couldn't even make the Jets squad. And you still trying out for the NFL. But you talk about how it's like tantamount to like slave plantations or some type of modern slavery. But you keep trying out. What happened to all that Nike money? Why are you trying to try out for the NFL again? What'd you do with that? How many organizations did you start? How many uh, uh, black kids' college tuition did you pay for? You took a knee. The fuck? You took a knee and you shouldn't have done that. There was a million other things you can do 
But you got caught up in the hubris of yourself. You started sipping your old Kool-Aid and it tastes good. Now you are Kool-Aid. When Lee mentioned Jay-Z partnering with, the, partnering with the NFL to help the league's entertainment sphere in the wake of Kaepernick's protest, Owen said he didn't like that happening. I don't like that because you're addressing it at that time. Where is the mom- momentum of what's going on? Where is the, the, con- the, the continuation of really trying to rectify or bring some type of solution to it? Not just for the moment. It's continued work. It's not just for that moment. I, I might not even be able to read this, man. T.O. is too fucking woke. Did you really say this shit? It's not just for that moment and you address it and it's swept under the rug after a few weeks or a couple of months. And it's like you said, it's business back to usual. It has to be continued effort to rectify some of these things. So if you've been talking about this shit for 400 years and it hasn't been fixed yet, I think it's safe to say the problem is somewhere probably mostly with you. With you. If you can't achieve something in 400 fucking years, I don't know what to tell you, homie. I don't think there is a task conceivable in human existence, in this universe we all live in, that cannot be accomplished in 400 fucking years. The shit you say don't even make sense. Not to mention, all these athletes and all these leagues, they sign contracts. Nobody's making them go out there and do this. They sign a fucking contract. So what are we rectifying? Business back to usual? Yeah, you sign the contract, uphold your end of the bargain, nigga. Stop crying. About this loosely configured racial narrative that's just not even that shit's garbage in t- today that shit's garbage i keep saying that the problem is the fucking culture because instead of you know more so highlighting our strength as people as a, because of what we overcome instead of looking at how damaged we are because of where we've been you know that's our problem. You got all these niggas, you got the black family fucked up, all these boss babes or whatever the fuck, these independent bitches that think they don't need a man or think that because they can make six figures a year, they're men. And they don't need men. They want to take five vacations a year and fucking, uh, 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 you know, drink, what's that champagne called? I, I forget, they serve it at brunch with uh, whatever. They want to drink champagne all the time, like buy expensive rings and fucking get these... Super long, down to your ankles ass dreadlocks that everybody know or some type of other um, ethnic hairstyle, protective, bantu knot, whatever the fuck, and they go all the way down past your ass and shit. Bitch, your hair not that long. But you got you to show off for the gram. You got to do it for the gram, baby. That's, that's the fucking culture, man. Colin Kaepernick didn't do shit for the culture. He didn't do a fucking thing but get paid by Nike and and create a media crisis for the NFL that that I'm sure they didn't want to deal with that. The NFL had a good thing going. Things were fine. Till for some reason, this fucking well-known genius who goes by the name of Colin Kaepernick thought people in America were unaware of the racial injustice happening in the country. He He thought they didn't know. So they needed to know. So what's the one thing that teaches people about racial injustice more than anything? Putting one knee on the ground. You know, not telling people to, uh, you know, make sure they are being the best, best version of themselves that they can be. So they can be competent and competitive in a, in, in a, in a fiercely competitive world. 
Not, nobody's giving anything. But you should want to empower people, not make them a bunch of whiny bitches crying or saying the government needs to fix something because they can't do it themselves. What, how many black families are you talking to? You still trying to play football, dog. Shut the fuck up. And T.O. was one of my favorite receivers, man. But, like, he's just another one of these mouthpieces, man. He He's just saying that shit. I don't even know why the fuck. They just use him to put NFL legend in the title. Terrell Owens didn't add anything meaningful, thoughtful, imaginative, creative. It was just, man, we've been talking about this shit for 400 years, man. Come on, man. We're not going to stop it. When's it going to be solved? All right, so I was like, what? If you can't figure out how to solve a problem on your own in 400 years, then you deserve to be burdened by it indefinitely until you rub the two, until the two brain cells in your head, they rub two sticks together and create fire and things heat up a little bit. But in the meantime, sit in the cold, dark, wispy abyss, that of which is your mind. Because this shit is, that, that man, this is, these niggas don't be saying shit, bro. It's like all these people who do interviews, like they just, is it like a vanity thing? You just, you, you talk, they really be talking to hear the sound of their own voice? Like their words are vapid and empty. Speaking in a vacuum, like you're not saying shit. You're not saying anything. That's thought-provoking, provocative, like, nothing. Just talk about why is it, I never thought about having my taking a knee. Me either. You know why? Because I don't turn on the NFL to figure out who, what, how many, that, that a white cop just shot another black kid as he goes on his uh, administrative pay vacation in the fucking Bahamas or whatever. You know? I turn on the news for that. And I actually don't turn on the news. So that means I don't want to see that shit. That's why I'm watching football. I know what channel the news is on. But I decided to watch football because you serve a pleasant, constructive distraction from all the bullshit. For the most part. Motherfuckers be bombarded. I'm so sick. I just talk about this victimhood shit, man. I'm so sick of all these goddamn victims. I wish all these victims would just hurry up and get victimized. These are only victims that ain't never experienced shit. What the fuck is you a victim of that no other human in this country has been a, a victim of? Especially if you're under 21. If you were 21 years old, you ain't been through shit. The fuck the world you came up in had Twitter from the jump, YouTube, screens. Nigga, we were still watching in the 90s, in the early 90s. We was watching VHS. Niggas was playing PS1, single player, story mode and shit. Now niggas be... Driving the car from the backseat and playing the game at the same time in, in today's world. Like, this is what y'all came up with. Don't nobody want to see that shit, man. Niggas want to see sports. Men want to holler and argue about other grown men passionately. It's a national pastime. They enjoy that shit. Men love arguing about the athletic prowess of other men. This is just true. And nowhere within the contents of the behavior arguing and ranting and shouting about other men's athletic prowess is racial injustice. I've never taken a marketing class, but at least I know if I'm going to market something to somebody, I need to relate to them. I need to speak their language. They need to see that and feel that they, that, that, that reaches out to them. That's what they are. They're a part of that. That's how you market something. You marketed your product to the people who didn't give a shit about it at all. It's not that they probably didn't like care, but it's like, 
can I watch my football game before I care at least? You know, I got you in my fantasy league. You're supposed to be dropping 21 points this week. I really need you to put up 21 points with three touchdowns. Come on, come on, man. Why are you talking about this racial injustice shit? Yeah, I know the black kid. I know they're suffering, you know, and, and all the white cops are racist Ku Klux Klan's members uh, formed out of a subsidy with the, uh, I mean, a conglomerate with the Illuminati to create the world's most powerful uh, anti-African-American racist group. Yeah, fuck all that shit, man. Uh-uh. That's a little paragraph. It's like, uh, Kaepernick has not played in the NFL since the 2016 season. Hell workout has been in videos, videos keeping his skills sharp and telling his fans that he is staying ready. He told, reportedly told New York Jets he'd be willing to play for the team after Aaron Rodgers suffered an Achilles injury. Yeah, but they didn't want him. Dude, you haven't played football in fucking seven years. You still trying to try out for teams. So much for all that racial injustice. Where's your, is it an injustice that you can't get a job doing what the fuck you do? Colin Kaepernick's pathetic. I have no respect for that man. I mean, and even more so just because of how you used to beat my Packers. But that's, that's much more trivial. This shit right here, I am delighted to see your career go down the tubes. Because this shit you did is basically setting the precedent that all you really need to do is whine about that shit. And that little dopaminergic rush you get from whining about it and you get a couple clicks and likes and shit. Yeah, it's like, that's like jerking off to a magazine. Like, you didn't get no pussy. You didn't get laid. Who gives a fuck about some magazine pictures you saw? You blew yourself up. And there's no coming back. You took the Nike check. You said that little shit. I don't know what you actually did done for anybody, you know, that you were trying to raise awareness about. An awareness that was rather redundant because everybody knows about it because it happens every fucking week in this country. So your premise was flawed. Your outcome was uh, deserved. And uh, let's let's lay off the white people for a second, man. Like, let's let's not let's not. Still be blaming everything on Whitey in the year 2024. Can that be some of y'all New Year's resolution? Can we leave Whitey alone for a minute? Like I was saying, I think it was early in this, in this, in this episode, like, even during the slavery times, there were white abolitionists. There, there's always been white people on our side, you know, and if, unless you're willing to deny that there were white abolitionists who, who helped slaves gain their freedom and, and did other things for them. So it's like, out of all the shit, that these leftists and these race hustlers and these diversity, equity, and inclusion dickheads want to spew out all the time. Like, when when is it when we gonna pay that favor back? Can we talk about that? When we gonna pay it forward on that? How we gonna when we gonna, you know, recognize that the past is the past. And recognize that in my experience, I've been around white people since I was 13 years old. The, the vast majority of white people that I've been around are friendly, approachable, cool, interesting, fun people. I actually appreciate that they're different from me. That's what makes the interaction it, th- that much cooler. They rubbed off on me a little bit. Like, I talk white as hell some of the time. And yeah, I said talk white, I understand, blah, blah, blah. I, I enunciate, I pronounce all my words and all that shit, because, mainly because... I know a lot of words. I'm very intelligent and a little bit because I've been around white people and that's how they talk. And I don't mind how they talk. You sound intelligent and people can understand you and want to listen to you when you speak that way. 
So I don't, you know, I don't see that as a as a a bad thing. And also, white is a color. Like you know, you can't sound like a color. I don't understand that unless you're doing acid or something, you know. So uh, I could probably go on and on and on about this, but uh, you just the next time you hear somebody tell you how oppressed you are, ask yourself when when was the last time you can remember being oppressed? When was the last time you were oppressed? You know. And I'm not talking about just like at work or something like that. I mean like like oppressed in life, like by 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 a a dictatorship or some shit, a, a, a tyrannical government. Like when was the last time that happened to you? Somebody just come and take you out your home, throw you in a fucking cell, feed you dog food, keep you keep a chain around your neck. No TV, no books, no color, no sun. Just because uh you want to grow grow vegetables in your backyard. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you was depressed? No, no, don't worry. I'll wait. I've got as long as you've got to admit you're full of shit. You are depressed. You're living in one of the greatest countries in the world during one of the greatest times to be alive when the amount of technology and convenience and, and advancement makes the, the experience of a human being today unlike any other. You are looking at the wrong things. There is way more to be grateful for than there is to be complaining about. So all you victims out there, let Chico Demanuel tell you, I don't give a fuck about your victim status. I know a real victim when I see one. And I know I ain't no victim shit. When the tough got when the going got tough, I got going. Shit, I'm tough. I'm tough. I don't just give up. I'm resilient. Yeah, I get down sometimes, but I go back. I don't give a fuck. Mamba mentality. So that's why I can't be no victim. I don't want to be no victim. Fuck that shit. You be a victim. But I highly suggest you consider being a leader. Or at least being someone who 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 is a contributor. You're a follower. You you know? There's nothing wrong with being a follower, especially if you're going in the right direction. You need to look at all the things that we've done and you need to 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 just take a little residual pride from that. You didn't do any of that. But it's like you didn't go through any of the trauma your ancestors went went through. So like why what the fuck? But but they still say you experienced it. So why can't you experience some of all the good things we've done? All the, our culture, our fucking, you know, all of that shit. We got to do a little more at the individual level, man. It's all this liberty and shit. Like somebody got to be told what to do, man. You don't just always get your shit the way you want it all the time. Nobody does. Nobody. We need um I've been going on like a motherfucker. We need some humble pie in this bitch. For real. We need to fix the culture. And we need to let go of the pain of our past so it stops manifesting in these woke DEI-esque fucking demagoguery type ways. Otherwise, you might have, uh, get ready to move to Europe or something because this shit's going down, dude. This is how civilizations fail. Nobody can tell anybody nothing. Nobody, nothing means anything and do whatever you want all the time. That's the show. Thanks for watching. As usual, as always, until next time, I'll holler.